your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant EMU. Mr. Heyman, now with all due respect, how did you feel last week? Respect? Respect? There is no more respect, Josh. There's no respect for authority. There's no respect for the English language. There's no more respect for the general manager of SmackDown, Paul Heyman. Now is there? And that's all thanks to that thug, John Cena, and Chris Benoit. Let all changes tonight, because tonight is the start of a whole new SmackDown. And I'll tell you why, Josh. I look at the leadership of Vince McMahon, who took this industry out of the dirty, smoky bingo halls and brought sports entertainment to beautiful, brand-new arenas. John Cena and Chris Benoit have ruined SmackDown. They appeal to the lowest common denominator. And I'm going to upgrade the demographic here. I am going to present SmackDown to first-class high society, an all-American network presentation under the leadership of Paul Heyman. You know and I know that this industry was founded on the puritanical values, the morals of the United States of America, the same morals, the same values that John Cena and Chris Benoit violate with their thuggery and their hip-hop and their rap. So tonight, we're going to change all that. Because tonight, Chris Benoit and John Cena will compete in that very ring against the team of Rhino and Matt Morgan and the Big Show, the United States Heavyweight Champion and Brock Lesnar, the WWE Champion. Inside to watch these four men decimate John Cena and Chris Benoit and show the world that the very last person you ever want to mess with is named Paul Heyman. The views expressed in this broadcast are those of the host and guest and not of those who are members of this site and or any wrestling promotions. For more information on this broadcast, please contact the show's creators. You're listening to The Rant. The Rant. The Rant. The Rant. The Rant. It's showtime, folks! Welcome to The Rant, where we are always live, and it's wrestling talk with an edge. There are many ways for you to participate in the show. You can call in by using one of three methods. If you're in the United States or Canada... Call 646-716-9799. Don't call those numbers. That's 646-716-9799. Like I said, don't call those numbers. Someplace else in the world, call us on Skype at AA The Rant. Skype doesn't work anymore. Neither does that click to talk button. Also, to be a part of the chat room, all you need is a Blog Talk Radio account. And the best thing about everything on this program is that it's free. Ah, uh, going old school tonight. I haven't heard that intro in 10 years.
Oh my. Been a long time since I've heard this this theme song. It's a very long time actually. Oh man. It's giving me chills listening to it. Little old school intro today. Felt like it, you know? <coughs> oh man. Let me let me let me enjoy it. Hold on. Enjoy because there's only about you know 20 seconds left in the song. See, I know all the lyrics to the song. That's right. August 17th, 2021, episode 699 of The Rant is officially live across the airwaves of Rant Entertainment Media, RantEmRadio.com. Tune in radio, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a plethora of other platforms. Welcome, one and all, to the final episode of The Rant of the 600 era. Because four nights from tonight, or four days from today, we begin the 700s. We'll be a member of the 700 Club. Not that club. The other 700 Club. The one that's on this network. Beginning with episode 700, Saturday afternoon, 4 o'clock right here, Rant EM Radio. I, of course, double A as always, being joined by Tony C. Hey, yo. Oh, my goodness. Little old school intro. Dusted it off, you know? Right. Had to do it. Had to do it, you know? Was listening, was going back and digging up some old things and some old sound bites and and then trying to, you know, find stuff. And I found some stuff. You know? I bet you did. I, I found you something. Go down that rabbit hole. I, I know. I mean, some of this stuff, though, hasn't uh, seen the light of day in eons and eons and eons, but... Uh, Has it aged well, though? I don't... You know what? I have to go back here and listen to some of this stuff because here's the thing there is and I have to go and see what was the purpose of this show there is a uh, a file here now this is just a fraction of the files that I've uh, that I've uh, have access to there is something titled emergency show November 14th 2009 and I listened to about five minutes of it and there's really it was in the five minutes that I heard there was nothing that stood out to me. But Surfer is on that episode. We may play that of episode in its entirety this week at some point. But uh it's says emergency show and it's labeled an episode of the ramp, but it's not numbered. So it can be considered, I guess, a lost episode. Right. So, you know, we can you know, hey. But I've got uh, I unearthed some some gems from from the very 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 uh, 
meager beginnings uh, of this program, you know. Drops that we used to use. and When I used to tape the show, once in a while there'd be a blooper, and actually I was able to cut it out. Except for, well, this one I think I left actually left in the show. All right, that was courtesy of the Wrestling Revolution podcast that aired back on September 6th. And you heard Lexicon say it. Chavo Guerrero should have learned um, after what happened to his uncle Eddie Guerrero back in November. The headset came off. That did a little Bobby Heenan there. So, but yeah, we're gonna have to. We'll we'll play some of these. Maybe uh, play a little marathon here uh, this week. So stay tuned to social media, folks. You never know when I'm going to say, hey, we're going to be airing some old episodes. Tony C. gave me a list of uh, doozies. So, definitely have to go through that and uh, and stuff like that. But we've got, we've got some, some, some good stuff here. Um, some drops that we don't, uh, we haven't played anymore and. Stuff like that. One of my favorites. They are. You ever notice how big Mr. McMahon's ears are? Not big as Martin. You see how big Mr. McMahon's ears are? Just random shit. Random shit. Anyways. It's another Tuesday night. Let's talk about. Um, who is this black? Uh, before you get into who is this Clarence Basin looking dude up here on e at, uh, NXT? Is that Clarence Basin Jr.? I, I I guess so. Um, he's a part of what is it? Hit the hit hit row. That's what they're called. I think they're called the hit row. Hit I mean, row. if you put them, you put them glasses on them, boy. I swear you looking at Clarence Basin. Let's see. Let's see who's in this. Uh, it's uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Ashante Thee Thomas, Top Dollar, and B Fab. So I don't okay. know. I don't know. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? He he's managing the two dudes. Um. Okay. Uh, he's a he's a bald headed black guy. That's all I'm gonna look it up right. He was just on the television. Well, I don't have NXT on right now. Um. Hold on. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. Uh, the bald dude. Bald black, short black dude. I'm telling you, you look just like Clarence Mason. You could be a 2021 version of that damn Clarence Mason. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to have to look him up. Um, I bet Lee knows who he is. Oh, I'm sure Lee knows. I mean, it's... He's no uh, Clarence Mason, and he's definitely no uh, Jay Biggs. Yeah. (laughs) AKA Jay Biggs. Oh, man. Oh, man. I just seen him. I was like, put them damn glasses on him. He got a beard instead of a little, you know, mustache. Let me see. Let me. Let me, that, uh, let me pull up NXT because because uh, you got me wondering now. Let me 
me see here. If I can, if I'm able to pipe in the audio quick enough. Today the. Camillo uh, Hayes, you look like D'Lo Brown Jr. This dude just came by on now. I like D'Lo. I miss D'Lo. I mean, even though he's oh, doing. Oh no, no, I ain't, that ain't saying that. No, I know. I, I'm just saying. I'm just. It's a random comment. I miss D'Lo. Yeah, even though, D-Lo. even though uh, he's doing commentary on TNA, it's still you know I miss D'Lo. Uh, and I know we're gonna get into the title change that happened in TNA and Impact Wrestling. We'll get into a few things that happened this week. I mean, there's a lot of people speculating, a lot of speculations going around. You know, it's never good to speculate. Oh, Cuomo. Mm. oh uh, Chris Cuomo's back on the air. Yeah, he had to go console his brother, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, too much shit going on in Afghanistan not to be on the air, I guess. <laughs> um, so who's this Duke Hudson? Let me see if uh, this dude uh, that you're talking about shows up here on the screen. Or is he gone already? He gone oh. already. Oh, you have okay. to go back. They opened the show up with uh, a pro, a promo. He had another dude did uh, he he's he's managing uh, you know a white guy and a uh, you know that Asian American character. Oh, okay. Hold on. Then then maybe it's not the same the same guy I'm thinking about. Hold on. Now the other black guy, he's uh he's the NXT I guess North that's, American. That's Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yeah, that's who I think you were talking about, him and his crew. Yeah, hold on, I'm going to go Yeah, back. they got into it with an Alberto Del Rio-like character. They see. got the Latinos and the brothers beefing on him. Uh, I'll tell you right now. But then at the beginning of the episode, this guy, the black dude I'm telling you about, the Asian dude, and the, and the white guy were all in the ring. And he did the white dude did an open challenge. Uh, I don't know if you can go back to the beginning of NXT. Here, I'm trying to find here. Um, yeah, I, I I think it's something with that that I was talking about earlier, but. Uh, with the Asian, he oh, it's a black guy walking with the Asian-looking dude, right? And a white dude. And a white dude. That's um, that uh, that Asian-looking dude is uh, the former DJ Zima Ion. <laughs> so, um, hold on. If I, if I'm looking at the same people you're looking at, but anyways, I can't find find the names, but whatever. Anyways. Another Tuesday, like I said. And uh, let's get right to it. Let's go around the room and see what's going on in everybody's personal lives. What was that? What was the name? Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't find it. Oh, okay. That shows you how invested I am in NXT. And that's that's not taking anything away from NXT. They do a hell of a job. But, you know, I do this show and this is, this, uh, this is priority to me. So, but anyways... Um, what's been going on with you, Tony C, this, this past week? I know that uh, you spoke to Coolio at some point this week. <laughs> I didn't speak to him. Uh, 
he posted that picture on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> salute, shout out to Rage getting his uh. Oh, it was Rage. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, he's spending most of his life living in a gangster's paradise. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he sure is. You know, um, other than that, you know, went to funeral Saturday. Well, I didn't go in. The wife went in. Oh, okay. You did a drive by. A little while. And, um, other than that, this is uh, nothing too much going on. Nothing too much. Yeah. Been, um, Benjamin. Had a couple of Denny double cheeseburgers last week. You know what I'm saying? That's so. Keep that tradition alive, of course. All right. And uh, probably slide through there this weekend or some Friday, Saturday, one of the Got to got to keep the you know double cheeseburger flowing. You know. Got to keep them in business, huh? Absolutely. I don't I like get it. Everybody knows my name. I don't get it. If you ever come to this neck of the woods, I'll show you what a real cheeseburger is. But they gotta have that sesame seed bun for me to actually <laughs> put them above Dennis. Because a no, lot of places got burgers. No, 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 Tony. See, here's here's the thing. Gotta, I understand. Gotta have the seeds I understand you need a sesame seed bun. And look, our beloved Freddy's doesn't have a sesame seed bun. But no, it doesn't. But, but it's good. I can tell you that I have two burger places here in town that will make you think differently when it comes to burgers. The bun, the bun not not even so much the bun. It's just the necessity for a sesame seed bun to qualify for the perfect burger. Just because, uh, just because Denny's offers those burgers on a sesame seed. Bun does not uh, does not do anything for me. It does not do anything. Make a world of difference. I could care. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't know. And sometimes I I really step out the box and I put it on toast. I tell them, man, I want a double cheeseburger on toast on white bread toasted. <laughs> now that's white. No, no pun intended. That's very uh, very uh, Caucasian, as you say. <laughs> What I want to melt, I want a double cheeseburger well, melt. A patty, a patty melt though is done on rye bread. Damn, you're right. So you you're just but doing something complicated. You're just doing you something where there's got no rye bread. I'm sure they do. I'm asked when ask. I go this week. But Don't but y'all got some rye bread in well, there. Well, do they sell patty melts at like as an option? No, no, they don't so. sell patty melts. All right, we'll ask if they have rye bread as an option. But, um, right. but yeah, no, I. Friendly's got a great patty melt too. I've never had Friendly's. Really? No. Next time you come to this area, National Drive, Friendly's right there for you. You know, Lee, can you vouch for Friendly's? That's a that's a a uh, it's a it's a place that's uh, very. Well known up up in his neck of the woods. Um, I think they're along the same line, same family as uh, Bob Evans. I think. Now, 
I, I will say something happened to me, a positive thing happened to me, that you, if it would have happened to you, you would have been farting through silk all weekend. Because... Yeah, that was free. <laughs> how'd you guess? It's not that I got I it, but, but wait a minute. It was an unexpected freebie, though. Here we go. So, I went to Culver's on Sunday. I love Culver's. But I don't I go. Like they fry. They I, fries are very good. They're, they're you know what? I do their onion rings. Their onion rings are spot on. Oh, but, but I go for their chicken sandwich primarily. Best chicken sandwich in the business, in my opinion. I don't care what anybody says, including Lee. And uh, I went to Culver's, right? I put in our order, and it was usual bill of fare. You know, I got um, I got for myself because this is this is an hour drive to go to Culver's. Okay, so my uh, my order consisted of two spicy chicken sandwiches. Of course, my wife got one uh, regular chicken sandwich, but non spicy. That's right. She just walked in as I was telling this story. Um, <laughs> so I got two spices with an onion rings and. Additionally, we order an order of pretzel balls and an order of cheese curds because my wife likes. She's a cheese head, so anything with cheese she likes. And there, and I Nothing actually, wrong with that. I will, I will admit their cheese curds are pretty good. Okay, I don't eat too many of them, but they are pretty good. Yeah, you best of how you backed up. They're glorified mozzarella sticks with cheddar cheese instead of mozzarella. Anyways, so. I might give them a try. They they're pretty good. They I will admit they are pretty good. So, anyways, um, and their pretzel balls those are outstanding. If you're a fan of pretzels, those pretzel balls are outstanding. And they come. I, I don't dip them in the uh, nacho cheese that they bring on the side, but I have dipped it before, and the nacho cheese is very good. But um, but yeah. But anyway, so back to the order. Put in the order of what I want and uh, and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting they bring their food out to the car and I get you know I, it's hard to inspect the bag when there's cars everywhere right right so I just I, I do my standard double A uh, cursory check and I stick my hand in the bag and count the boxes if the right amount of boxes are in the bag we're good to go I'll inspect the food later. I stick my hand in the bag. I count the. I count what I thought was the right amount of boxes, and I go. I turn around to the other end of the parking lot because I said we're going to eat this hot and fresh, you know, here in the car. And okay, so we start removing the things out of the bags. Find the two chicken sandwiches. Find the um, find the regular chicken sandwich. The two orders of onion rings the uh, pretzel balls and the cheese curds plus two Pepsis. And lo and behold, at the bottom of one of the bags, Tony C., what do you think I found? A coupon or something? I found a bacon double cheeseburger. (laughs) Just sitting there there in a box. So I said, "Uh uh-oh, we got somebody's bacon double cheeseburger. In this era of COVID, they can't do anything with it. So, Double A got an extra bacon double cheeseburger with his order. And, 
it was, you know what? I'm not a big fan of their burgers, but that was a damn good burger, I will admit. It, it hit the spot. It, it hit the spot because it was, it, it, it had that special flavoring, free. So, uh, <laughs> all right, surfer, no, no, this is not double A being surfer. It's just that was just a stroke of uh, luck. And if you, if it would have happened to you, if Denny's mistakenly threw in a third cheeseburger into your order or whatever, wait a your minute, bag, wait a you minute, would no, no. you would be. You would be like a, a sissy. At, you would be like a sissy at Fort Dix, okay? <laughs> With a sack of dicks. Whatever. Uh, but I don't get double A. We, we're gonna dispel this rumor and uh, innuendo that you're throwing out. I'm not throwing out any <laughs> rumor and innuendo. Two double cheeseburgers from Denny's at a time. Yo. You do. I don't do that. You haven't no. done that. You haven't gotten one I for now. One. Okay. I have done it, but I have done it. I have done it. But I don't do it anymore. I just get one. Okay. But either way, regardless of whether it's one or two, if you found an extra burger in the bag. Oh, man. So let me tell you. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be talking about it for the next 30 years. Hey, I'm going to tell you what I did do this weekend. What? I'm going to tell you. I ran. <laughs> this was so funny. So Friday, I go into the barber shop to get me, you know, a shave, shape up, face lined up. I get done with the uh, with the shape up. So I reach in my pocket. The guy tells me fifteen dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So I got sixteen dollars in my pocket. So somehow, <laughs> some way, I handed him. I, I thought I handed him the money. Cut when I get back to the car. I got an extra five. I got five dollars in my pocket, so I'm like, "Damn!" I only gave him eleven dollars. I be damn. <laughs> I got over five dollars on for a shave, man. Now man, I ain't turn around and go back. I was like, oh, "I get him next time." Okay, well, as so, long as you get him next time, I, I was happy there. I mean, what am I gonna do with an extra cheeseburger? Go back and pay for it or return it? No. They're gonna throw it in the garbage. So yeah, no, it was it was glorious. It was it was hot off the grill and uh you know, just some schmuck in the in the the bagging area made a made a mistake. Have you ever okay, so let's 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 talk about uh Lucky days, or lucky, lucky, lucky receipts, so to speak. Have you ever been in the drive-through? Okay, and let's say you order. Let's say you went to McDonald's, Tony C, and all you ordered was a was a quarter pounder with cheese, a double quarter pounder with cheese. And so that technically should only be one bag of food, right? Have you ever just been sitting there and they hand you two bags of food? <laughs> Uh, stuff you didn't order. A uh, stuff you didn't, and you just you just grab the bag, you put it a drive, and you take off. Absolutely, of, I'm gone. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know. I'm out of here. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't to nobody. Just be a little bit more I ain't careful. Nothing. 
ain't saying nothing. And you're happy regardless of whatever is in that second bag. Even if it's something yeah, you don't eat. Bur- right. If it's burgers I don't mess with. Oh, man. I'm, I'm running off on a plug. That's too funny. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's I happened just, a few times. I just hope it's a bunch of fries. That's the one that happens, I think, the most. That yeah, they, McDonald's will give you some extra food quick. Yeah, like they forget that they put a bag, they put fries in one bag, and they ended up putting yep. another order of fries in another bag. Yep. That happens a lot. I remember one time <laughs> I was sitting in the drive-thru and this girl, you know, she opens the, the thing, right? And she, she goes, okay, here's your Coke. I generally order always get a large Coke. And she starts handing me the Coke, right? And I take the Coke and put it in the cup holder. And I turn around and there she is with her hand out holding, holding another Coke. And like, here you go. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> and I just like, I took it like I was like floored and if I'm not mistaken, if I remember how this went, she handed me a third Coke. And I was like, I only had one Coke. And she looks at me like like I like I just spoke to her in Chinese. And it's like, just one? And like she had to turn around and look at the thing like, oh, I guess you can just keep it. And, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm keep them. I'm drunk out of all these. So uh, you want them back? Yeah. But do you, let me but let me ask you another fear. We've talked about fast food so much over over the seven hundred episodes we've done of this show. But is one? Have you ever been in the drive through and watched the car in front of you hand something back? Uh I think that's that's happened a few times. And you worry like, oh shit, was that my food? And they didn't breathe all over it, goddamn. Oh man, that worries me sometimes when I see that. This is why you don't uh, you don't hand the food back; you keep it. Right. Oh man, but yeah, that free cheeseburger boy made your day and it, your night. Oh man, oh man! I mean, I I took a couple bites out of it and I saved the rest for the next day. But. It was it was something else. It really was. But uh, but yeah, you need to go to Culver's and get yourself. Uh, they have a patty melt as well. You know. I gotta check it out. I, gotta, I usually go and get their fries and their chicken sandwich. What you told me. Yeah, their chicken sandwich is, is, is chicken on point. Sandwich. But yeah, get their get 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 a thing of cheese curds. You're a cheesehead, so get a thing of cheese curds. Oh yeah, I can do that. Um, and gotta eat them right. Like, don't, don't, don't wait till you get home, because you get them, they're gonna be nice and hot, so they're gonna be nice and gooey on the inside. You said they use cheddar. I guess so. It's a, it's a, it's a Midwest thing. I think they're based out of Milwaukee, so yeah. yeah. So it's got to be cheddar. Right. And uh, and yeah, they're little nuggets of uh, essentially like a mozzarella stick, but it's just. They're little nuggets, and it's cheddar cheese instead of uh, whatever, mozzarella. And I, I don't know. I've been on this trip. To, I don't, I'm not a big fan of cheese, but lately I've been eating cheese a little bit more excessively than I than I normally would. 
but uh, nothing wrong with that. But I can't have it on my. Bur- I've I've come to the realization I can't have access cheese on my burgers. It takes too much of the taste away. The cheese is too overpowering sometimes. You know, I, I, I listen to Jim Cornette says I just slap slap three slices of cheese on my burger, three slices. Yeah, that's sound about right. Oh, no, 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 no. That's too much. One is enough. One I do under duress. No, I need, I'm going to start getting extra cheese on my, I'm going to try my double cheeseburger with uh, extra cheese. Oh, Lord. No, no, no. Because they normally put, they normally put uh, two slices on there. I'm going to need them add a third. Ugh. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 um, Heard from Surfer this past weekend, or yesterday just to be exact, and actually he texted me today something about good times, but um, but Surfer sends his love. I bet he does. And that's about it. You know, he just sends his love. And uh, no new updates on when we'll hear from the Silver one. I do hope that we can at least get, uh, get him to do a, a run-by drive-by on Saturday um, because, you know, it'd be a shame that we do the 700th episode of this program without the surfer. You know, in his dulcet tones. But, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to find surfer's first episode on the air. I've, I've pinpointed it, but I'm going to find the first time he was on the air. So, we'll see. We'll see if I find it. Um, all right. So now that now that we talked about Tony C. and uh, him stiffing his uh, his barber for five bucks, five bucks, four dollars really, because you know the tip is ju- is 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 not mandatory. So really, he stiffed him at a four bucks. I'm not saying he shouldn't tip him. He by all means should tip tip him. But uh, but he stiffed him out of four dollars because if he has eleven, if Tony C had sixteen and Tony C found a five dollar bill in his in his uh, in his pocket, that means he's got eleven dollars. So things yeah, are they're not all... not as bleak as you uh, as you uh, thought, Tony C. Well, next time when I go, he he, he charges me fifteen, so I'm gonna give him twenty. Next time, you know, I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna tighten them up. What do you What do you normally give for tip? You went awfully silent there. Yeah, no, not for a tip. No, yeah, but, I mean to well, balance it out. No, but what <laughs> What do you normally give for a tip, though? I give like a dollar or two. So if it's fifteen, man, listen, double A. <laughs> They already getting the tip because the shaves used to cost ten dollars. Now I done went up to fifteen. That's damn near haircut, and I don't get nothing but my face, and that's it. They don't touch my hair really. I'm bald. They ain't got no goddamn hair. <laughs> I don't know, Tony. I mean, I, I'm a, hey. uh, I'm a. I, listen, I'm a generous tipper. I always have been, but. About one, two, two bucks. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, Listen, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Hey man, I'm just saying that the price of the brick didn't went up. 
know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ten dollars used to be a good shave, and that's that. Cause you ain't doing number seven. I guess you're not doing anything to my face outside of shaving it. Let me see. Okay, the hot towel. I get that. That's maybe five dollars. And then the shave, actual shave, is another five. Come on, man. Fifteen dollars. So Tony C's give, Tony C's giving a uh, a six and a half percent tip. What? A, you got them right. They don't give me no warning that the price go up. You just walk. Who is this black referee? These what these black referees at, man? If I can learn how to shave myself with a straight razor and not kill <laughs> myself, why don't I would you do it myself? Why don't you practice? <laughs> Let me tell you, practice on a balloon. I think the easiest way to do it would be to get a beard. Do like when I had a full beard, it's easier. You know what I'm saying? Do it like that. I don't know. I've only, I've only, oh. I've only paid for a shave once in my life. And that was for my wedding. And I See paid, what I'm saying? And I paid, I paid a fortune for that haircut and shave and everything. So, that whole trip, the barber with the haircut and the shave cost me, I think it cost me about 50 bucks. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sound about right. Cost me about fifty bucks, and it's you the money's went not to the, a highfalutin place. So yeah, well, about right. I don't know. I mean, I, I went to a place that was recommended, but because I, you know, I, I I get my haircut wherever. But the thing is, is that when I'm very I'm very basic when it comes to my haircut, but when it comes to shaving, I don't I just don't trust anybody. You know, I don't. I personally right. hate shaving. I have not clean shaved my face. I think we were still doing this show on Blog Talk Radio. That was the last time I clean shaved my face. That should goes to show you how long it's been. And I um, I hate it. I just hate shaving. Now, I could probably do a straight shave myself. Um, I mean, I don't know. Can't. It's not that difficult to do a straight straight blade uh, shave. Oh no no no! I'm saying it because I got the the thin. I don't like thin, but not too thick. Coming down sideburn, connected to the goatee. Oh, but you're getting taped yeah. up and everything. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. You know what I'm, but, but, I'm getting taped up. But well, but if I ever decide to go full beard again, I think I could do it with a razor, with a straight razor. Wouldn't even know where to get a straight razor, to be honest with you. Sally's and Sally's <laughs> Sally's Beauty Supply. They got everything. Edges. Oh man! All right. Uh, you know, edges, shavers, they got it all. I'm gonna get my hair dye. I gotta get my dye. So um, freaking grays are coming in like crazy. Are you serious? Yeah, man. You're gonna I dye your hair. Salt and pepper for too much longer. You're gonna dye your hair. I'm gonna do a little something. Because it's just on like my chin. Oh, but you're talking about on your face. Yeah, on my face. Oh, yeah, I ain't doing... No, I'm, I ain't got no hair to dye up top. 
Oh, that's gone. Days is gone. Man. Hair costs too much to maintain up top. You see, I can't, I can't, I, we can't ask Lee because Lee is older than us, but Lee, I know he's got a, from, from the last pics that I remember of seeing of Lee, Lee's got a clean shaved face, his baby smooth, baby face, baby face, smooth as a, as a baby's bottom. Phil, Phil gets a, gets a nice, uh, he gets, he gets his stuff done professionally and Phil has light hair to begin with. So I don't think Phil has gray hair. Now, me, on the other hand, I do have uh, a salt-and-pepper beard. Right. And uh, I've had it for, for a handful of years now, but I'm not going to go and dye my shit. I'm going hit some splashes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, who that, who's that, what's that guy's name? Uh, Walt Frazier, the Just For Men guy? Yeah. Walt- I ain't going that way with my hair. No, I ain't. No, but they have the the thing for the for the beard too. Oh yeah, I'm going that route. Ugh. I'm team black beard all day long. Now, Surfer, I know Surfer probably, you know, Surfer being almost sixty years old, I'm sure has to have some a smattering of uh, of salt and pepper in there. It's impossible. I think the I think uh, of what we know of Surfer. Uh, he was looking like uh, uh, Woody from uh, from Sanford and Son, Dead the Wino. <laughs> so, come back soon, Surfer. Yes, we got, please. We got a big pay per view coming up this Sunday, yeah, man. I mean Saturday. Yeah, we do. Even though there is a pay per view on Sunday as well, or there is one on Sunday, though, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess that's it. Now, in the outside wrestling, outside the wrestling world, and just the general world, uh, things are going down quick. They're going to hell in a handbasket. And uh, school starts here in uh, Broward County tomorrow, Dade County on Monday. And uh, you know the COVID cases are going up. And uh, yep. and and get this, Tony C. Let me see if I can play this audio. I want I want to see if I can find it from uh, from local news here. I live in what someone deemed the epicenter of the current COVID spike. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all got that Delta. The Delta's running wild down there, right? Oh my God! Uh, let me see. Like it's running wild like Hulkamania. Uh, yeah, I don't even think Hulkamania came through this this uh, this you know this hard. <laughs> this strong. Oh my God! Um, let me see here. Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna find. Got the Delta. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, Baptist, Baptist Memorial. I'll find it because they uh, vaccines. My godson, they've already had three that three cases. What in school? Yep. Well, here in <laughs> you know here in Broward County. Um, Last week, three teachers died in a 24-hour period. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's it's not good. It ain't good, folks. It, it really is not good. Um, so to, uh, I'm trying to find this thing here with the... Uh, I wonder if it's in the BAPT in the Miami Data section. They they don't end up killing DeSantis, man. DeSantis, oh, yeah. I don't know what he gonna do. He is, he's, a, he's. They don't run him out of time. Alright, I think I got, I think I found the thing here. This is, uh, here we go. Oh, oh, we got. What? Oh, before you play that, we got a team, Miami New Orleans, from down on your way coming. So oh. <laughs> they probably bring us some coke. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, here's, be a Friday. Well, here's here's the, the story that I was trying to play. Continues with Seven's Rafael Pires. Employees at some of the biggest hospitals here in South Florida will soon be facing their own mandates. Rafael? Yeah, so if employees here at Baptist Health decide they don't want to get vaccinated, they could be at risk of losing their jobs. And another South Florida health care system also announcing its own vaccine mandate. Please do your part. A major move by two major healthcare systems in South Florida. As COVID-19 patients continue to pack hospitals, Baptist Health I'm not sure if I, this is the right are requiring one. all employees get vaccinated. Well, no, this is not the right one. This is basically, there's two major hospital systems here that are requiring vaccination, or otherwise you're going to lose your job. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Well, that just makes sense. That's a health thing. Yeah. How the hell are you going to work in the health system and don't want to... Well, they're so even talking need... about, but they're even talking about for people like that work in the offices and stuff. Right. You know, and... Um, Damn, I can't find that story now. But anyways, long story short, the, the guy flat out said, I live, I'm three lights away from the Dade County, Broward County line. And he says, oh, you could just use the county line as the epicenter for the for the spike in, in viruses. I'm like, oh, shit. But they also say if you had the virus and you had the vaccine, Good chances are you can't get re reinfected. So, okay. So I'm, I'm I'm lucky in that sense, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, all hell is breaking loose. Yeah, all hell is breaking loose. Um, let me see. We got here the. Uh, Broward County Public Schools, school start tomorrow. Um, you know, they're required to wear masks. Dade County is going to require masks. I'm looking here at just the headlines. Texas Governor Greg Abbott test positive for uh, COVID-19. Yep. So, you know. All right. So, I mean, DeSantis, it'll happen to DeSantis at some point. No, uh, I think DeSantis is low-key vaccinated. Prob, I'm sure he is. Oh yeah, okay. I'm sure a lot of. Saying, I'm sure catch he'll it. catch it. I'm sure a lot of these people that uh, you know are are anti vax or an, not anti vax, but maybe anti mask are all vaccinated. Are vaccinated, yeah. right? But, it's mighty convenient that they're catching the catching the virus and not dying. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, non-vaccinated people catch it today, damn near die. Mm-hmm. But you catching it, no symptoms or nothing. Come on now, Abby. Yeah. It, it's, it's telling on them, man. That's what I believe it's telling, it's telling on them. You might not be wearing a mask, but you damn sure vaccinated. Oh, uh, boy. Um, what else do we got here? Um, I'm trying you to think. Might of news. Not be. Besides, uh, nobody, nobody make any plans to go to Afghanistan anytime soon. Oh, hell. I know uh, a friend, my cousin... My little cousin, that football game got canceled um, for this Friday. Mm-hmm. They're on the books for next Friday, but yeah. Who knows what's like, going to happen, they, dude? I saw here, let me, there was another thing, hold on. Because this was right up the... Um, five schools in Georgia already got shut down. Hold on, here we go. This was right up the road from you. We're going to do um, Spectrum News. So this is... Uh, Uh-oh. Hillsborough County, Florida, just a day before an emergency COVID policy meeting scheduled for Wednesday, Hillsborough County Public Schools officials have revealed that 8,400 students out of 213,491 are now quarantined or isolation. I'll be damned. Yeah, that sounds about right. So... That sounds that sounds about right. Eighty five eighty four hundred kids already in quarantine. A partner on my 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 homeboy was like, Man, if you or if they catch it, do you think they're crazy? Do you think they idiots? I'm like I can't blame a kid for catching it. No, you, you know can't. what I'm saying? You can't blame a kid, no. But I probably can bet that the parent Send them to school and, sick. Right. Send them, not only send them to school sick, they probably came around a kid, no. And knowing they had them been out and about in the world with no mask on, and mm-hmm. you know, they set the kid up for failure. And I think that's what's going to be the downfall. That's what it is. That's what I think that's is going to happen, outbreak. too. Yeah. I, there was another story, I don't know if it was local news. Or if it was Inside Edition yesterday, there was a girl that, uh, I think it was in Broward County. I think it was. The girl was, uh, she tested positive. No, no, no. Yeah, it was Broward County, I think. She tested positive, was excited to go back to school, tested positive the next day she died. Uh, Twelve years old. So, it's, it's... You know, it's ridiculous. So take care of yourself, people. I don't know how many times you want us to tell you this. Absolutely right. ridiculous. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, boy. So we're we're in bad shape, folks. We are in bad shape. But there'll be seven. But there'll be sixty-five thousand fans, maybe in attendance at uh, at SummerSlam this Saturday. So. Yeah. Coming from everywhere. Coming from everywhere. And as I mentioned to you, 
Miami, New Orleans is coming to your Orlando, Orange County area Friday night. I'm sure there'll be some protocol in place. Who knows? Who knows? I, I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, the probably the only thing will be mask, and then if that. You're right. If that. You, the, I guess the way they figure it is there, uh, you can't buy tickets, walk up and buy tickets anymore. They got, you got to buy them online. So I guess that's their uh, COVID control. I guess. Um, now, did you hear about this possibility of this Sasha Banks and... Bianca match being called off. I haven't heard that. It's out there. Why? Um, they say something within their families, I guess. My guess, Bianca may have COVID. Okay, here we go. Hold on. Say, shoes downhill. I'm reading the story now. Hold on. Um. Uh, they're still advertising so it may might have been you know somebody might have had this clickbait or something it was just out there well no it's apparently it's it's a legit story um and if the damn story would load I'd be able to read it uh concerned that Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair will not happen at SummerSlam as previously noted, Sasha Banks and the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion Bianca Belair did not appear at Saturday night's live event in Charlotte, North Carolina due to unforeseen circumstances and no other details were given. It was also announced that Sasha and Bianca were unable to compete in a match at Sunday's live event in Columbia, South Carolina. They were making the WCW rounds. Uh, Sasha yeah. and Bianca are scheduled to compete for the SmackDown Women's title this Saturday at SummerSlam, but there are now questions regarding the status of the match. It has been common for pay-per-view matches to take place beforehand at house shows as a dry run to prepare for the big event and test crowd reactions. Mike Johnson of Pro Wrestling Insider noted the following regarding the matter. PW Insider has spoken with several sources inside the company who expressed concern their announced match will not take place at SummerSlam this weekend, but there is nothing confirmed in that regard. I'm guessing we will not find out until either this Friday on SmackDown or until the event itself on Saturday. The good old card is subject and change. That's why that's at the bottom of the thing. Um, So... Let's talk about wrestling news. Let's start with uh, number one. Dominic DiNucci passed away this past week. And uh, those that don't know who Dominic DiNucci is, he was a big star in the 60s and 70s. But he's also the man responsible for training Shane Douglas and Mick Foley. And breaking them in the business. So you can thank Dominic DiNucci for for that. Um, So... Let's talk about people not appearing at events because with Sasha and Bianca not showing up, I believe Charlotte also no-showed her event uh, in Charlotte this past Saturday because Charlotte was in Mexico City. 
With her, with, uh, her, with her husband Beyonce, and her dad, Ric Flair. Ric Flair showed up and interfered in the Kenny Omega-Andrade uh, uh, match in Mexico City this past weekend for the AAA championship. And Flair got physical in the match. Threw down a couple of chops and put Kenny Omega in the figure four. Omega lost? No, he kept he retained the title. Oh. But Flair got involved. He sided with his son in law. Sided with his son in law, but he also got involved. Physically involved. I guess so that, I no, guess no, no. Booker T might not be spouting as much shit as we thought. Why, Flair wants one more run? That, I guess. Why would he get physical in the match? Well, he see, he sees Cena possibly coming for that at 17. So. <laughs> Vince, give me one more run with it. I can do it. I can still draw money. Exactly. Now... Andrade was scheduled to lose the title. Or not Andrade, uh, Kenny Omega was scheduled to uh, lose the title. But apparently, according to Dave Meltzer, AEW intervened and asked if he could retain the title. And the promotion said, okay. Kind of like, um, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess they didn't want Kenny Omega to... You know, be losing the belts left, right, and sideways. Though it would have made sense because Kenny Omega lost the Impact Wrestling and the TNA World Title this past uh, Friday on Rampage, the debut of Rampage. He had two belts over there. He had Impact, and he brought back. And no, what happened was uh, Moose was the Impact Wrestling Champion, and Rich Swan was the TNA world champion. Somebody brought one of those belts back. And they had a title right. unification match. And Kenny then beat Rich Swan, I think it was, for both titles. So now Christian got both of them belts. Oh, well, no. As of this coming Thursday on Impact, um, spoiler alert, um... Christian will retire the TNA world title this coming uh, Thursday on Impact. But for those of you that missed Rampage, Christian defeated Kenny Omega to become the Impact Wrestling World Champion. So, yeah. Oh. It was okay, I guess. The match was nothing special. I watched Rampage for the most part. Lemmy, there was one thing that was terrible. Absolutely horrible. I I would love for somebody to defend this. The four-man booth. Terrible. And Chris Jericho hit something before coming on the air because he was over the top. Was ridiculous. And Mark Henry, I'm sorry, 
You're a good wrestler. You're good on busted open radio, but you are not a good interviewer. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, this job might not be for you. And Excalibur, well, you know what I feel about Excalibur. That that just leaves Taz. Taz is good money. He's good money. So I don't know. Taz should be the lead, and you know, get somebody else who's not working uh, a wrestling promotion right now as an announcer and hire them. You know. Get um, really higher, you know. Go, go find Scott Hudson. Chris Cruz is on there, uh, bitching and moaning about current wrestling. He needs a job. Speaking of us, uh, uh, Chris Cruz, I sent to Tony C this past week a blurb that involved Chris Cruz. Without mentioning Chris Cruz, I only say this because he was the uh, the announcer of the match, and that was the beloved Steve Dahl received a WCW championship match in 1996 on WCW Pro Wrestling. They did, and uh, and that's all. And and my and you know every time I send Tony C. One of these uh, these these little tidbits about championship people who get random title matches. Tony C always asks, "Well, what did he do to deserve that title match?" And my answer was, "I guess that was uh, you know compensation for for being for his match against Mike Enos being interrupted on Nitro with uh, with the whole Scott Hall debut." <laughs> So as a reward for that. So he got a WCW championship match on WCW Pro. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, Chris Cruz was the announcer on that. And then, if you recall, last Tuesday, we ended the show with uh, Tony C., you know, going over uh, Dusty's closet and um, and his wardrobe. And we found out that Dusty wore that same Great American Bash outfit to three other events. And, uh, within a calendar year. Within a calendar year. And actually, I found one more. He wore it on an episode of WCW Prime in 1996. The exact outfit. Oh, and then then his uh, his uh, his great outfit that he wore at Hog Wild. Man, that, that damn Hog Wild outfit so disrespectful. Yeah. Dusty Duke, yeah, some damn Dusty Dukes. You, you know what's funny about that? That somebody backstage told Dusty, Dusty, you need to go out there looking like a biker. And Dusty probably backstage in the middle of the dressing room took his jeans off and cut the legs off and put his jeans back on and like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready, <laughs> baby. Let's go do this. Listen, Dusty Dukes on, man. Come on, man. Too funny. Too damn funny. If y'all see Dusty with them Dukes on, y'all gonna be like, what the hell? I know, right? Oh, and I went back and I watched almost uh, all of uh, uh, Slamboree 96. Wow. <laughs> the commentary on that pay-per-view is something else. 
It is that, hilarious. That might have been a sting in the giant, right? Yes, the commentary is something else on that pay-per-view. It's very funny. Very funny. But, uh, yeah, let me see here. Welcome you to WCW Saturday night. And hi, everybody, along with the American Dream, Dusty Rose. I'm looking at Dusty's outfit again. Oakland, I am Tony Giovanni and Dream. Here we are, Sturgis. Here we are leading up to WCW's pay-per-view event, Hogwild, on WCW Saturday night. The most unique event we've ever held. But I tell you what, Tony, this is all about freedom. And it's talking about them big silver shining machines coming down off this mountain. Everybody gathering in Sturgis, South Dakota, right here on the mothership of TBS, the New World Order, WCW. All the people from around the world sticking in and doing just to find out what's going to happen. Uh, poor Dusty, man. Stick it in and view it. Uh, and here's something you didn't hear too often. But I got Hold Tony on. last night. <laughs> As we go to the ring, let's go to David Penzer. Ladies and gentlemen, the opening contest live on WCW Saturday Night. I just wanted to play that because how often did you hear David Penzer say that? All right. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, WWE is looking at holding the 2022 Royal Rumble in St. Louis, Missouri. And, and, get this, Tony C. The event might take place in February for the first time. What the hell? Well, you know, like February 1st type thing. It all depends on, I don't know, if WWE continues to... It got to be late, February, like that second week, because the Super Bowl is always the first Sunday in February. Maybe they'll do it the, the night before the Super Bowl. On a Saturday? Maybe. Wouldn't It wouldn't escape me to think that they'll do something like that. I don't know. W, we've got another pay-per-view coming up on Saturday. Um, the, the second Saturday pay-per-view for the WWE will take place on January 1st. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. What Saturday? What pay per view gonna be on January first? I don't know, but it's gonna take place in Atlanta. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. It's gonna take place Saturday, January first, in Atlanta, Georgia. We don't have a name oh, for it. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. We know the locations for the remainder of the year for all the pay per views, or at least all the. All the events. Their ass gonna be back in that Thunderdome. Uh, yeah. Soon enough. <laughs> uh, let's see. Friday, October first, will will uh, SmackDown will take place in New Orleans. They're gonna do a super show on October second in Puerto Rico. Then a suit. They're gonna be flying all over the place. The flying schedule is terrible here. Listen to this. SmackDown in New Orleans, okay? A super show on October 2nd, the next day in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Then on Sunday, October 3rd, they'll be at the Rump Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. That's that's some back and forth that they're doing. Then they'll be in Nashville on October 4th. Um, Let's see here. They're going to be... They'll be in Sacramento. They're going to Sacramento, Wichita... They're going back to Houston. Ah, they're going to the Mohegan Sun Casino in Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania. They're going to be in Providence, Louisville, Kentucky. 
They're going to be at the Scope in Norfolk on uh, November the 12th. Uh, they're going to be in Indianapolis. Hartford, Connecticut for SmackDown on November the 19th. They'll be in Syracuse for a super show. The Survivor Series will take place on Sunday, November 21st from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, followed by Monday Night Raw the next night. Uh, they're going to Roanoke, Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, oh, they're going to be making their Raw debut at the brand new U- UBS Arena in Belmont Park, New York. That's in Long Island. Somebody getting thrown in a Long Island sound. Yep, I guess so. Uh, They'll be in Edinburgh, Texas. Corpus Christi for a super show. Memphis, Tennessee on December the 6th. Cleveland on December 10th. Oh, we love it when they go to Saginaw, Michigan. (laughs) There's going to be a WCW jump. Yep, they're going to be on December 12th. They're going to hold a pay-per-view at the Allstate Arena in Chicago. Uh, they'll be in Green Bay on the 13th of December. St. Paul, Minnesota for SmackDown on December 17th. Uh, Rockford, Illinois, Des Moines, Iowa. And they'll be in Charlotte to close out the year on um, de- December 31st. Then on January 1st, which is a Saturday, they will be in Atlanta, Georgia. So... Oh man! Now some of these super shows. This is pretty much the schedule for the next thirty. You know, well, I don't know. This is not all. All this is for the remainder of the year. So, I don't know. I don't know. There's no other pay per views listed in here, but the Survivor Series and the December pay per view. So, we'll see. Um, let me see what other news we've got here. Uh, so do you see, you see Dwayne showing up at Survivor Series as rumored? I don't know. (laughs) Anything's possible right now. It is the 25th anniversary of... Of his debut. His debut, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, let me see. Let me get this story about NXT TV production. And this damn site is moving awfully slow today. Uh, I did not watch the new Bobby Lashley Stone Cold sessions yet. I don't know. Bobby. The, Bo- listening to Bobby Lashley talk about his life and career just... Doesn't do it for me. Right. Uh, I do hope, though, that on Sunday we get a brand new... uh, We get the Lex Luger documentary, finally. Mm, 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 mm. And then we we can celebrate the the greatness that is Lex Luger. And maybe they'll... The total package. And they'll they'll run over all his uh, great moments, and we'll hear and some. Finally, get to the bottom of why Dusty was at that press conference. That's right. And we'll hear that music again. 
that we haven't heard in a long time. And we're gonna do a little of this. Um, let's see here. So this coming uh, Friday, AEW is teasing Rampage live in Chicago to be a night that is going to change AEW's history forever. And that's going to take place this Saturday. On or not this Saturday, this Friday on Rampage in Chicago at the United Center. And how do you watch the Rampage? By going to TNT. Oh, I thought it was on oh, TBS. No, it's on TNT. So they got two shows a week on TNT. Yeah, but Dynamite's supposedly going to move to TBS in January. And the main show is going to be Rampage. I think that's that's what I heard. Rampage ultimately might be the A show. Uh, eventually. Eventually. We have to wait. We so, have to wait and see. And Chicago made punk is going to show up Friday night, huh? Somebody had a great, great, great uh, statement that I thought, boy, oh boy, this would have, this would have uh, pissed so many people off if they would have heard that theme song. Um, you know that theme song. Hold on, well. I don't, yeah, that one. If you heard that song, and out comes AJ. <laughs> People would be shitting bricks and be so pissed. Man, oh man. I thought that that was a great little, uh, little thing. But anyways... <sighs> The people in where they were were they in uh, AEW's in Pittsburgh, I think somewhere in Pennsylvania, may not have been Pittsburgh, but they were show chanting Chicago made Punk's name. Yes, they were. They sure and were. Don Castle made it seem like they were talking about nobody. Mm-hmm. He talked all over that. Now, if they're bringing him in to do to feud with who Omega. I have no idea what he's going to do. Off the street? I guess so. That's that great booking that uh, AEW does. We'll have to see. There's there's, uh, there's supposedly, supposedly, as of Monday, um, we will see him this coming Friday on, on Rampage. And that there's, right now there's no... Uh, there's nothing. We are not expected to see any reactionary behavior from the WWE going into SummerSlam. That's supposedly that's the rumor going around. The WWE is supposedly just not going to address it in a way. Um, whatever. What if if Phil Brooks shows up? If you mean Phil Brooks? Yeah, because W there people are waiting for Phil, W. You mean if Phil Brooks shows up? Yeah, people are waiting for the WWE to do something about it. Like, what are they going to do? Nothing. But I think it's going to be so stupid if he shows up. My God. <sighs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of pay per views. WWE Mike Johnson confirmed that Crown Jewel will take place in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, Thursday, October 21st. 
God, dog, we back there again. We're going back there, and even though the, the state of the world in that part of the, the state of the the universe in that part of the world is not that great right now, I know it's a different country, but still, why would you want to go over there? Well, at least I ain't got to worry about Brock going over there. For now, at least. For now. Uh... Let's see. You talked about how Nikki Bella is offended that Roman Reigns brought her name up. <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, let me. I'm going to talk about that too. Um, NXT might might start taping their shows. Um, do a one on one off week type thing, um, just to cut costs. They will be taping the episodes that will air following. Um, they they were taping the shows. They taped uh, the shows that aired on Sci-Fi during the Olympics, and they are expected to tape the the shows post takeover uh, on Monday and Tuesday of next week. So, so there's going to be some. Uh, we have to see. We'll have to see what what happens here. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, and apparently somebody contacted the USA Network in regards to WWE taping these shows, and a representative from the USA Network said, a tape show is not what we paid for. So, <laughs> you take that as you however you want. That sounds like the appropriate response. Uh... That's how they feel for real. We ain't paying for no tape. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think we've got anything live. So John Cena laid into Roman Reigns this past uh, Friday on SmackDown. But Roman Reigns had a good couple of zingers right back at, at Roman. And, well, let me... I think I think the best thing we could do is just play this promo and, and let you be the judge. Here it is. You see, when I look at you, I see a guy who waltzes around here thinking that this is your show. Thinking that we all have to play by your rules. Thinking that this is your company. Everybody knows it belongs to them. Yeah, yeah, I know how you feel. You want to throw up in your mouth a little bit because you're sick about that because you're so far above everyone else. That's why I'm back, dude. I'm the only one that can shut you up. Because you see, the WWE has been pushing you for a decade now. Failure after failure after failure after failure. And you're still here because you're the best chance they got. And you built such a layer of protection over yourself that no other WWE superstar even has a chance in there with you. That's where I come in. They asked me to come back. They asked me to come back because, you know, big old piece of humble pie, and you're going to get one when I beat your ass at SummerSlam. (laughs) 
humble pie on the menu. You see, Roman, they know, they know it's starting to build. They know they got one week left to choose. It's either going to be Team Reigns. Or Team Cena, but it will. Tulsa has chosen. Tulsa has chosen, and you're sitting at a very small table right now because SummerSlam is going to be history. You can count on that. something original here. I thought we were going to get something fresh. You come out here, you make D, D jokes, penis jokes. You say the same stuff. You're going to beat my ass. We done heard that before. Come on, John. Give me something good. Cut me. Hit me with some good stuff here, John. I'm going to. I'm not going to beat your ass, Roman. Roman Reigns is going to beat my ass at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. He's going to beat my ass real good. Spear. Spear, big punch named after another DC superhero. Big punch named after another DC superhero. Hype man, slimy in the corner, holding up the championship. You're gonna kick my ass at SummerSlam. I don't need to prove myself to you, Roman. That's what's so historic about what's going on. I just need to pin you. One, two. You see, if I can hold on to that just one more time, that'd make it the 17th championship for me. And in the halls of immortal achievement, that would make me the most decorated champion of all time. That match would make history. All I need to do that is one, two, three. As fun as that would be for me, it's really all about you. I'm here to help you, Roman. I'm here to help you. That's how good he is. He's here to help me. He's here to... <laughs> He's here to help the tribal chief, the head of the table. I'm not like you. I'm not gonna bury my opponent and then go out there and say, I'm gonna beat a bum. No, John, I respect you. I do things differently around here. I'm sophisticated. We do a compelling storytelling here, John. You're John Cena. Arguably the greatest of all time. Underappreciated. Not enough respect on this man's name. You've done things that nobody else has ever done before. On the cusp of 17-time world heavyweight champion. Nobody else can say that. It's incredible, man. You're the best. Mount Rushmore, WWE, you might take every slot. I'm just proud to say that I could beat John Cena. That's how good you are. You're even good enough to juggle Hollywood and WWE at the same time. I mean, for, for goodness sake. We don't have enough time on SmackDown to promote all your movies. Hey, we well, you got like four movies out right now, John. 
You good, man. Your career says it. It's, it's on the wall. You're good enough to stand in this ring and verbally jealous with anybody. I, that's not my game, man. You're good enough to main event SummerSlam with the Tribal Chief. You're even good enough to, to win the WWE Championship. <laughs> but you're not good enough to win the Universal Championship. And you see, John, 20 plus years of missionary might have been good enough for you. But it wasn't good enough for Nikki Bella. Let me stop right there for one second. <laughs> that was a great line. I have to admit that Roman Reigns has upped his promo game up. But I have to I have to venture to say that Paul Heyman played a big role in that one line right there. That's all I can say. I'm gonna smash you. I'm gonna retain this title. I'm gonna pack you up on a private jet, send you back to the movie set, send you back to Hollywood. But I want you to enjoy this. Tulsa, this might be the last time that we ever get John Cena again. So take us home, kid. No problem. You want a compelling story. You want to hypocritically criticize me for saying dick jokes and then bring up sexual positions and a, and a breakup that I've had. You haven't been embarrassed. You've been protected. This pretty face, those giant bars of soap you got for teeth. You've been protected, Roman. You've been protected by the shield. Hell, you almost ruined Seth Rollins. You ran Dean Ambrose out of WWE. You've had... You've had 10 whole years, five WrestleMania main events, Paul Hammond in your corner, two lackeys to do your dirty work, the protection of the system, and it still isn't working. You need to be embarrassed. You people want a compelling story at SummerSlam, right? You people want to be at the edge of your seat, wanting to know what's going to happen. You are right about so much. SummerSlam will be compelling. I will go to a Hollywood movie set and you will smash me. But he knows better than anybody how much punishment I can take and never quit. I've been against the odds my whole freaking life. I built Suplex City and all I need to do is just hang in there. One, two, three. And you're the biggest failure in WWE history. You have to shine. You have to smash and bash and overachieve. All I need is one, two, three. And you're the answer to a trivia question. Who did John Cena beat to become 17-time champion? Wah, wah, wah. You're going to show up all full of yourself like you normally do and put on a hell of a show. I'm just going to hang in there for one Two, and then I'm going to take your title. I'm going to jump the barricade 
and I'm gonna run out of Allegiant Stadium as fast as I can. I may even blow you a kiss goodbye. This is what you, you don't get, young man. It's inevitable. No one can protect you anymore. At SummerSlam, the champ is gone. One, two, three. Did he say he's gonna pull the field books? Yes, he did. <laughs> he sure did. And you know what? Yeah. I still don't know which one was which promo was better. Which promo was better? This promo or the promo that they had um three years ago or four years ago? Because let's take you back. I want to take you back just to the final moments of the promo from four years ago, August 28th, 2017, Monday Night Raw. They had an epic promo. If you recall, Roman Reigns forgot his lines, and um, John called him out on it, and, well, John tore him a new one and finished the promo with this. At any and all costs, I'm a level with you, homie. I haven't main evented WrestleMania in five years. I was the opening match at SummerSlam. I was honored and privileged to earn the United States title at this stage in my career and use it as a beacon of opportunity to introduce new superstars to the WWE like Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, just to name a few. You took the U.S. title as a demotion and you stand there and blame me fine i blame you i'm still here because you can't do your job when it comes to this yard you probably haven't learned it yet there's only one rule, step up or step aside. And over the years, there's been a few to step up, but nobody to ever keep up. And then I finally hear about this one guy, the guy, the Roman Reigns, the one that can keep up. And now I look at you, and I listen to you. You should be ashamed I'm a part-timer. Because I can do this part-time better than you could ever do it full-time. So. Uh, so, I don't know which one was better. But that was face Roman Reigns, though. That was face Roman Reigns, but still. I didn't like the fact that Roman was had was smiling during the during the whole promo on Friday. I didn't like that too much. Gotta smile because he can't show the the heel type of motion until Saturday. I guess. He's gonna beat the hell out of him. I hope so. I hope so. Oh man. But it's gonna be interesting. It is going to be interesting for damn sure. If Cena wins, we ride him. 
If Punk shows up on Friday, we should riot. Man, oh man. All right. Now, if Punk shows up on Friday, are you going to hit the, the button and say, let's jump on? No. I gotta, I gotta save my, I got first of all, the hell with it. Second, um, we're gonna be on the air Saturday, <laughs> and we're gonna be on the air uh, for the post show on Saturday night. So it's, I'm not gonna hit the button unless some real like massive calamity happens. I'm not coming on the air at eleven o'clock on Friday night. I'm sorry. Um, no, it ain't happening. Will I watch on Friday? Yes. I, to be honest with you, I don't even know if I'm going to be home Friday night, now that I think about it. So, we'll see. We'll definitely see, but I'm definitely not coming on the air. Will I talk about it on Saturday? Damn right I will. On the 700th episode of The Rant, I'm definitely going to talk about it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, that can't be true. Hold on. Let's look at something real quick. Supposedly, Rampage is set to be two hours on Friday. Oh well, there it is. But from ten to midnight. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out right now. Check old trusty guide out. Absolutely. When in doubt, pull it up. Let pull up the guide. All right. Let's see here. Let me just scan through all these reruns of Charmed and. Supernatural and NCIS in New Orleans. Yep, you already know it. Uh, Dynamite on Wednesday, which I believe is in the can. I don't believe it's live on Wednesday. Um, uh, There's going to be football galore on Thursday. And there's, there's football on Friday, by the way. Because in Canada, there's a football game that's going to air on TSN. And it's going to be followed yeah. by Rampage. So, let's see here. Nope, one hour. One hour on Friday. I guess it's going to air... Um, it's going to air for uh, for an hour. And then they're going to do a replay in the, from... Uh, in Canada, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm just assuming. But in America, it's only on the air for an hour on TNT. All right. Um, but yeah, my goodness. It, it's going to be interesting. For damn sure, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, Bobby Lashley got speared last night. Yes. He sure did. With a whole, with a, with a two piece, with a, a vest on. It's for dress pants. I'm telling you, man, if Oldberg and John Cena win, I'm telling you not, though. I'm boycotting WWE. 
I'm talking about if either one of them old farts win. I don't know if I could do that for for Cena, but I'm gonna do it for Cena, Gold, especially him. Goldberg, no, in both I, cases, I I can... two people come off the street and next day you know they the champion of your promotion. That's a joke. Goldberg's kid should win the title. Um. <laughs> like Braun Strowman won tag team titles with that fan. I, I it it was driving me crazy watching uh, that he brought his entire football team uh, and they were sitting there in the front row. It was just driving me crazy Ew. for some reason. With no mask on, probably. Oh my God! Well, they were in San Antonio. Oh yeah, salute to Governor Abbott for catching yeah. the COVID. Yeah. Way to go, Gov. So the kid, wait a minute, Goldberg bought the kid's whole team down? He brought the whole team down. Oh, yeah, let's give them, yeah, let's bring them to a hot spot. Yeah, yeah, Texas, yeah. These parenting like that. <laughs> Bro, Goldberg is one of them. Like, ah, it ain't that bad. That's why this country's in the cup. That's why we need Hogan to grab you're, somebody's microphone. You're a there. Goldberg. Yeah, famous line. You're a Goldberg. You can, uh, you can, you can take it like a man. <laughs> you can spear a jackhammer, COVID. Exactly. <laughs> COVID can't let you. Now he gonna ruin all that good, really. Uh, that good equity build up with the Bobby uh Bobby. Bobby story. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm doing stupid crap like this. That's true. By the way, I listened I, I listened to the entire Jim Cornette Bobby Eaton tribute uh on Sunday. First of all, it was it was hard to listen to Jim Cornette ball the way he did, but but he told some funny ass stories though about Bobby Eaton that that are just second to none. And uh, Bobby Eaton was a was. I talked about how Bobby Eaton carried around um, a, a duffel bag of uh, stuff for everybody in case you needed it. Another thing that Bobby was notorious for was a weak stomach. Mm-hmm. That all you had to do was was show Bobby a booger and he would start to throw up. And he told a story. Let me see if I pull it up here. He told a story that Arn Anderson was driving one day, and Bobby was in the front seat, sick like a dog or some shit like that, with a stomach flu, and he threw up on Arn while Arn was driving the car. <laughs> Wait a minute. The way he tells it, though, because he told it. Apparently, Arn told this story in an interview for WCW Magazine back in the 90s. And, um, let me see, Jim Cornette. Uh, hold on. Now, Double A, if, if you're a team that plays that Goldberg's team, Suns team, do you raise holy hell? About, I would. 
about him taking the kids to Texas. I'd raise hell. Why Ain't not? they from Georgia somewhere, right? He, they live in Texas now. That's what he said oh. on Raw. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Still. Still. Come up with these well- they ain't playing them. The Barton Coliseum. Yeah. And Wallace, he said, I like working with Scott Casey. It, it, it's just it, a little bit. Had a bunch of F then. And, Hold on, let me see if I can find this Bobby. In ECW story. in 94, the surprise of Matt, the one you get. But he's all on better shape than most everybody else because he took a significant chunk of time off. So, let me see here. you know, we've got some people excited. Kind of maneuver as he's coming off. That's because he had a crop. And in those days... Said it was, we wouldn't spill it in the car, and the wind blew it back in on the steering wheel. Hell on. And Bobby had just had, and then going back, Jimmy would come in with two bags, trucks. Everybody always needs some socks. Here he went to um, to work for Crockett. Hold on, he had with Tully and Arn even. With Bobby's work, everybody wanted. And it just happened. Rope and bounces back and thing. I want to try to Who find Bobby's this? actual favorite. Because I, like I said, I not only did I not know anything, but also if you couldn't have coexisted with people that you needed to work with, the doors, the fake vomit, and the better read you. We told you the story about Bobby's weak stomach, right? Of course, you've heard some of these. Yeah. Well, somebody tweeted this, and this is from Arn Anderson, and I it it's actually I think it was in a it's in a magazine probably the WCW magazines I don't know how long ago this was but it's a it was a tweet out of a column of of that magazine anyway Bobby Eaton and I used to play this game called burp and blow which I'm sure every egghead in the business has done you burp and then blow on your buddy you know what I'm talking about and then let the yeah one Sunday, we were on Interstate 70 in Missouri. It was pouring rain. I was driving, and Bobby was sitting in the passenger seat. He leaned over to burp and blow. Bobby, being a drinking man, didn't anticipate that when he burped, he would throw up. But sure enough, he did all over my chest. Now, I realize I'm doing 70 miles per hour in a monsoon, and when the funk hit me in the nose, I started puking. And when I started puking, Bobby started puking again. I jerked the car off the road and got out. I jerked my shirt over my head to take it off, which made me even sicker. Then I jerked my pants off. I'm on a major U.S. highway, buck naked, puking all over the, the road. Bobby was in the same situation out the passenger door. And to top it off, ring announcer Tony Gillum was in the back seat, <laughs> And he was laughing so hard he pissed in his pants. <laughs> this. So I, just, I just wanted to play that. So, uh, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Um, I think we've caught up with all the news. Um, I'm getting I'm getting tired of this Baron Corbin, Corbin gimmick. I don't like it. It's not like the DDP one. DDP, DDP did it a lot better. That's for damn sure. He did it a lot better. Um... Did I read correctly? He stole the money in the bank briefcase. Yes, he did. God dang. He did. <laughs> oh man, that that. Oh boy, that is something else. Oh boy, 
That's, so that's he stole the money in the bank briefcase. Uh-huh. If he cashes it in, that would be funny as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like Diamond Dallas Page. Who? Uh, what did Diamond Dallas Page, how did he get his money back? I forgot. Then he went to King of Cable or something, didn't he? he? No, I think uh, that was later on, but he, I don't remember how he got it. How he got back into uh, back on his feet? Got back on his feet because he won the Battle Bowl in May, but by then he was already back on his feet, and he lost that. Uh, well, what, what did we say that number was? Six million six hundred thousand um, dollars. At Super Brawl, which was in yep. February, so from February to May. He was down trying. But I remember there was an episode of WCW Saturday Night where they repossessed his jewelry, I think, while he was walking to the ring. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no. Uh, all right, I guess that's it. Um, well, let me talk about a couple of things here. and we're, we'll, We may wrap it up, we may not, I don't know. But uh, let's uh, remind everybody. We got, we got a lot going down on Saturday. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, tomorrow night, AEW Dynamite uh, post show, the Marked Order Podcast 1015, right here on Rant EM Radio. There's nothing set in stone yet, but I believe Thursday and Friday. We will be rebroadcasting old episodes of the rant and possibly into Saturday. Um, we'll. Some of the ones I picked. I think we're gonna. I, I, I think we're gonna grab some of the ones you picked. We're gonna pull some ones from the Blog Talk Radio era, and um, and we're gonna rebroad some of them. Maybe some from the Now Live area also era, and we're gonna rebroadcast those shows in their entirety. And um, we'll have some fun with that. See what kind of insensitive things we used to say. Um, uh, Turnbuckle Throwbacks live on Friday at 7 o'clock. Though, stick around on Friday because you never know. Maybe Phil will be behooved and and compelled enough to pop on the air. I'm going to make you a bet right now. After Rampage. I'll make you a bet. Yeah. A gentleman's wager. If Phil Brooks shows his ass up on Rampage or whatever, Phil and them coming, Phil going live. Phil coming back. I'm putting it out there right now. Oh, you now. think Phil's going to go on the air? Yep. Well, we'll see. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. Then on Saturday, 4 o'clock, we will be on the air with the 700th. That's right. The 700th episode of The Rant. And we will take you right up to match time on uh, for SummerSlam, which I believe is 7 o'clock. Um, we will uh, not only recap, you know, 700 episodes of The Rant, but we'll run down the card and give our predictions for SummerSlam. We'll also um, maybe talk about what's going to take place Sunday at NXT TakeOver 36. We will be back on the air at the conclusion of SummerSlam with a post-show. And uh, then Monday will be The Shining Wizards live at 7. This program, episode 701, will be live next Tuesday, 9 o'clock 
here on Rant EM Radio, and um, and that is that. And the next time we've got a special coming up, uh, I don't know. We'll figure something out. You never know. It's hurricane season, <laughs> so it's not impossible to have a hurricane special when there's a hurricane a brewing. Um, so be on the lookout. You know, keep it to the National Hurricane Center because those happen from time to time. Uh, and I think that's it. Tony, see anything else you want to touch on, talk about? Uh... I can't wait for Saturday, man. It's going to be, it's a big deal. It's going to be a doozy, huh? Yeah. Them episodes I picked out, I know. Absolutely. Funny crap going on. Absolutely. Y'all want to hear somebody, uh, get berated for stealing candy from people, from little kids? Know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's all I could say. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. Um, and again, we'll uh, we'll have a lot of fun on... Uh, chicken, spreadable chicken, y'all. We'll oh, that's, that. that's there. I know that that episode is there. Um, a lot of things. Y'all want to learn about Mark Henry being somebody's daddy? I mean... <laughs> I couldn't find the hydroxy episode with Surfer and the damn hydroxy cookies. <laughs> but I'm I could find that one. I'm, I can. I think I can find that one. I'll, I'll look it up. You um, know what other one we need? I what? think I gotta. I'm gonna go locate it. The episode where me and Lee was talking and, and Phil was talking about Surfer at, having that damn pass to go into the movie. I got a pass. Okay. <laughs> And look at the tablet charger in the damn man, the movie manager office. Oh, and we said the past got silver surf on <laughs> Oh, man. Too funny. That was a great one, boy. That was a great. Oh, man. If I could find that episode, we, had, we heard Ubu. Sit, Ubu, sit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that damn dog. Uh, and in that episode and just pay attention in that episode where we talk about the Halloween candy taking the kid Double A almost died in that episode I, I, I found something the other day that I that uh, that I was dying here uh, with something that M-Star said one time on the air um, hold on I think it's this with that said, have a good night, everybody. What's the date on this? Let me see if I can find it. When date. giving birth, don't push too hard, you'll shoot yourself. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Stop the music. Stop the music. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. What? In case you didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. If you if you missed that what it so just said, what did you say? <laughs> I said it, I said I said pregnant woman, don't push too all over the bath, you'll shit yourself. What that said? We've been taking off the air. <laughs> I mean, he caught that bastard caught me off. <laughs> yeah, that bastard caught me off guard one night. Uh, I've caught I, I've caught Tony C a couple times too. 
you know. Um, that Mark Henry thing, that's going to stay in the <laughs> turn. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. I almost died that night. Yeah. Well, with that said. Oh, and that night is still for birthday. <laughs> you got that episode? I'm sure it's there somewhere. Yeah, well, I'll look it up. I mean, he went here, and me, you, and Phil. We celebrated his birthday. Oh, man. Yeah, I almost died that night, too. Oh, so. boy. All right, folks. So, just under two hours. So, we'll wrap it up because it is going to be a busy weekend. Uh, we will SummerSlam weekend. It is SummerSlam weekend. We will be posting. Uh, I'll let everybody know if we're running a marathon of classic uh, rant episodes so that you can tune into the feed and listen to them. Um, but until then, for everybody listening live on the chat room and everybody listening live in general or listening on the download, for Tony C, I'm Double A. We'll see you next Tuesday for another, or no, we'll see you Saturday for the 700th episode of The Rand, and then we'll see you Tuesday for 701. And with that, we're going to close out with an old school theme of The Rant, or an old school intro we'll use as the outro today. Uh, this was one of the, one of the, uh, this was, I don't know, the third or the fourth show intro that we had. This is the, goes back to 2009. So uh, we'll talk to you on Saturday. Have a good night, everybody. Reach the Cause if you rock like me Reach the up.